Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes and I'm your host. Today I have Shauna Murphy and Jacqueline Wilson of Style Smart from Fort Worth, Texas with me. Uh, how are you and would you introduce yourself to our viewers and listeners? Hi. Well, we're doing great. We're here in uh, good old Fort Worth, Texas and I'm Jackie. And I'm Shauna um, and we are um, Style Smart VA, Deathless Reception. Um, and we'll just, I guess, tell you a little bit about ourselves. Um, so me and Jackie have been working together for about two years. We're a dynamic duo. Yes. Um, and we're here in Fort Worth and we focus on work behind the chair. So we are stylists behind the chair. Um, we book on the hour and then we have our Style Smart virtual assistant, which is deskless reception for salons and hairstylists. Um, and that has kind of just evolved from working behind the chair and realizing that time is very valuable. Yes. And if we can pay somebody else to do some of those tasks that take a lot of time, then why wouldn't we? It's a uh, business delegation, you know? Um, and so like Shauna said, we've been working for a little over two years together. We actually met when I was working for a salon company. I was the educator for the salon company and um, hired Shauna on as um my apprentice. And we just really worked very well together. Um, her strengths were my weaknesses and vice versa. And um, I think that that's where we really started to help each other grow in ways that I think had we not found each other, we wouldn't have been able to grow in those ways. And so I'm very much more the creative side. And then Shauna does more of the business. Um, <clears throat> and so I've been doing hair for a little over five years now. And, um, you know, I think that the times of how businesses were built before as a hairdresser to like what it is now. It's very different because Shauna and I have very different experiences. You know, I started doing hair five years ago and I was going out to businesses, handing out cards, you know, door to door referrals. And Shauna built her business in six months to what took me a couple years to do because times are so different, you know? And so when we, um, when Shauna graduated her apprentice program, um, we decided to go independent together. So we actually still work as a team behind the chair. So you get four hands in hair. So our clients, we tell them you get the Beyonce experience and um, we book on the hour. So we see a new client every single hour. And it's great because we get to create an environment for our clients to really come and be involved and make connections. And we've had great networking happen, business connections happen. And, you know, our clients really enjoy that experience, but with that being said, we got to the point where we were feeling very overwhelmed by phone calls, text messages, DMs, you know, all that comes with building your clientele. And I know that people out there know that, you know, especially let's say if you have something that goes viral and everybody wants to get in with you and everybody wants that look that you created. But how can you focus on your business behind the chair and constantly be able to engage with your following and be able to um, book the clients that are wanting to be booked mm -hmm. without feeling like overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so Shauna and I, um, after we went independent a couple months in, we decided to go on vacation. Yeah. So I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. So okay. the pandemic hit the week that I finished my presentation. Yes. So we closed down the week I was done. And so I was about to go into you know, being a, a stylist on my own full time, um, yes. full time. And so, um, at the shutdown, I had like six consistent clients, so I didn't have a ton. Um, and so when we reopened, I knew, I knew that things were going to be a little bit crazy. 
And I knew that there were people that moved here during the pandemic that did not have a hairstylist that needed one. And I knew that hairstylists were going to be booked. Like they were just going to be booked. And so I was like, I will work day, night. It doesn't matter how early they want to come in. Like I will work seven days a week to build my clientele. And so that's part of why I built so quickly is because I was willing to do the work when either nobody else was available or nobody else wanted to. Um, And I feel like that's very important when you're growing. And so I, I exhausted every resource to get every person in my chair that I could. I did Facebook marketplace. I joined groups on Facebook. I messaged people. I asked for referrals. Um, And so like Jackie said, like I built very quickly. So I built in about six months. And so like Jackie said, we were going to go on vacation. And I asked Jackie, I said, hear me out. (laughs) Like, just hear me out. I was like, what if we got a virtual assistant to handle our books? And so I, before I went to hair school, so I've actually only been doing hair for two years, licensed. Mm -hmm. Um, I did property management for eight years. So I kind of had this understanding of like how business was done and how things should be, how you should track your numbers, how important KPIs are. And, um, and I also worked with virtual assistants in real estate and they were amazing. Like top notch took care of all of the excess work that the property manager didn't have time to do. And so I was like, hear me out, hear me out. What if we hired somebody right to be our virtual assistant and we were going on vacation and I was like, I need a break. Cause I've been doing this for three months, seven days a week, nine, 9am to 9pm. I was like, I don't want to have to deal with my phone. Like, I don't want to have to deal with answering tenant tenants. <laughs> I don't want to answer, you know, clients. Yeah, yeah. So, um, she was like, okay, let's do it. So we found somebody to be our virtual assistant and I wrote the worst, the worst operating standard operating procedures in one week. And we gave it to our virtual assistant and she handled our books while we are on vacation didn't have to do a ton. All of our messages got answered. All of our phone calls got answered. All of our appointments that needed to get booked got booked. And then we came back from vacation and we were like, well, let's just keep this going. Um, and so over the course of a year, our one page standard operating procedures has turned into a nine page standard operating procedures. And I know that if we go on vacation, I don't have to do anything. I know that my virtual assistant, my deskless receptionist is going to take care of my books and she's going to know how to do things. She's going to know how to respond to things. She's going to know how I book. And I've kind of gotten to the point where if my clients aren't paying for my time, they don't get to talk to me. Um, they get to talk to somebody that I pay to talk to them. All right. uh, and it's great. It's, yeah. it's great. And can I tell you, it's, Um, You know, people talk about balance all the time. And I think that balance is kind of like a non-existent thing at times because, you know, there's times that work truly does take so much of your time. And sometimes, you know, your home life does take priority and balance is is kind of a... um, It's a moving scale. It's a moving scale. And so I can tell you that as far as having a deskless receptionist, my version of balance has become better because I'm able to go home after... I am doing hair 
and be able to focus on what I need to focus on and be able to be a parent, be, you know, present and do the things that I enjoy doing at home because I don't have to worry about, you know, oh, did all my clients confirm? Oh, I had a last minute cancellation. Now I need to get a hold of them to charge the cancellation policy or whatever it may be that you have implemented into your business. Now we've delegated that to somebody else that not only has no emotional attachment to your clients, because we know uh, as stylists, we have an emotional attachment to our clients. Listen, we share the ups and the downs with them. And so sometimes you don't want to have to charge them a cancellation fee Although in your policy, it says that that's what it, what it is, you know? And so with a deskless receptionist, those are the rules that are followed and it doesn't have as much of that emotional engagement as like one, you know, a stylist would. I love this. So, um, I gotta just kind of, uh, summarize, make sure, and you correct me if I'm wrong here. And I have a, there's a question. So, so the two of you were uh, together, um, during, you were at a salon, um, uh, Okay. So we worked, we worked for a commission salon yeah. um, and then we went independent right, right at the reopening of salons. Okay. That was where, I, okay. So, so you were at a salon, everything shut down and you, you decided during the quarantine period that you're going to go independent. Is that, yeah. or yeah. is that already in the works before you? No, it wasn't in the works, um, yeah. but the door opened and when the door opened, sometimes you walk through it. Yeah, 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 totally. Sometimes you jump through it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Sometimes That's you awesome. bulldoze it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. okay. So you're so y'all are working at a salon together. Y'all love you love your work vibe, and then you shut down. An opportunity presents itself. Y'all take on take it on to go independent, and then and then Shauna, you're crushing it by. Um, by building and like getting all, you know, leveraging every single opportunity you have to get connect with people and get your word, get your name out there. Um, And then you run into this big challenge of when you're independent, uh, dealing with your own appointments and communication. Um, Amen to that. Like that is, I mean, I hear that all the time. Um, The one thing that you said that I, I really love is um, that, it's, it's more than virtual assistant is more than just taking care of your appointments. You know, when you're talking, you when you're, when you're talking like more like a, a proper business versus just a self-employed person, like Correct. a business has like standard operating procedures. They have like the cancellation policy is a big one because I've talked to many independent stylists that they just, um, they, they buckle, they don't want to, they don't want to do it. And what you're effectively doing is with this virtual assistant, putting, putting uh, a barrier between mm-hmm. you. So then the person is dealing with a business. They're not dealing with the person. And that, yeah, I love that. And that gives them, that gives you the stylist, the ability to be more of a professional and mm-hmm. not just like a quasi friend, quasi professional, yeah. you know, um, less, a little less touchy feely, a little more like, you know, hard lines and, yeah. um, so I got a so question that I know the viewers and listeners are probably wondering is, um, well, I guess it's a twofold question. One is like, how did you find this virtual assistant? And then two, is this a virtual assistant, you know, this style smart VA is, is this your business that you've started? So you're trying to offer this, you offer this to other, mm-hmm. other independent stylists and yeah. so on. So yeah. we actually do have um, salons that we work with currently. Um, and from, you know, just the conversation that we've carried with our clients that work with us through Style Smart, um, 
it has made their business and their client communications much more professional and smoother. Um, it gives them the ability to truly, like you said, create those lines of business because mm-hmm. here's the thing is nobody goes into being a hairstylist to be broke, you yeah. know, and right. part of professionalism and creating a career that's lucrative for you is having professional mm-hmm. lines of client communications. So from the very beginning to when they want to book an appointment to the very end to review requests, mm-hmm. you know, all of that, because it helps not only bump your business, but also, um, give you streamlined in so many, so many aspects of your business. So yes, it solves more than one problem. Mm -hmm. Like it, it doesn't just solve the, I'm so busy. Let me respond to you when I get a chance or I'm so busy. I forgot to respond to you. DM me again. So it'll bump you up. Yeah. So it, it solves that, but then it also solves the aspect of emotional attachment because they're my virtual assistant, she's going to send you. Like, if you don't show up on time, she's going to let you know your appointment has been canceled and she's going to send you a fee to reschedule or a cancellation fee. She's she's going to send that to you. Um, and she's not going to ask me to send it. She's going to send it because that's what the SOP says to do. Um, and so it removes that emotional and... I lost track of where I was headed. Oh, and then like it, it finishes off your, your client's experience and she messages them and makes sure are you happy with your hair? Maybe right. you didn't feel comfortable telling me that you were, were not happy with your hair. Right. And so now you have an option to voice that you weren't happy so that I can get you back in and do the hair or retone the hair that, that maybe you wanted. Maybe it was just a small toning issue. Um, you know, like how many of us have had to retone a client? Yeah. Um, and then if they're happy, the best time to ask for a review is when somebody's happy. So ask for the review, you know? Yeah. So, and how would you know if they were happy if you didn't follow up with them? Yeah. Right. Um, and so it solves a lot of problems. It's a solution to a lot of, a lot of things um, that maybe we don't even realize we need as stylists. Yes. And yeah, then this is something that we're trying to really provide for other salons because we have felt the impact that it has made in our business and our clients that have worked with us now um, have really realized the impacts, the impact that it makes for their business. And mm-hmm. um, can I tell you, we were just having a conversation about this. We have a client who's out in New York and um, her space just does not allow for the real estate to have a receptionist desk. She just, she physically can't have an additional person there. There's just no square footage. For and it. so for her um, having style smart as a, you know, part of her business has been, leaps and bounds better for what she was doing before. Mm -hmm. And, and she doesn't have to now worry about, Oh, I have to have a receptionist in the salon, you know, um, or I can't have over this X amount of people in the salon. Mm -hmm. And so it's solved not only a problem that caters to her space and to the regulations of, you know, COVID or whatever it may be. Um, and we've been able to delegate that to somebody that doesn't need to be in her space. Mm -hmm. Without cool. losing the customer service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. You. So I got a couple questions that I'm I'm sure anybody who's interested in this is probably going to actually, I'm not sure, but I, these are my questions I have. Uh, I can imagine people might have. Um, what type of learning curve is there with the virtual assistant? Uh, I'm assuming that you're working with salons that have different SOPs. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about like the type of uh, friction up front that you might experience and like how long it does it take to get through that initial threshold? So it takes about two weeks to get through like through that. So we have our SOP and what we do is we onboard 
like either a salon client or an independent stylist client, we onboard them and we do an onboarding like meeting with them. We go over what does our SOP look like? And then we go over what does your SOP look like? Most salons don't actually have an SOP um, for their front desk. desk. Mm -hmm. So they don't actually have consistency in the um, position is what we're kind of learning. And so they see our SOP and they're like, everything that you guys have, that's what we want. Um, And so we haven't had a ton of friction with that. Um, But in our agreement is that we will run your books based off of your SOP. And so it kind of pushes owners to kind of get that SOP in place. Um, And they can hire us to help them with that SOP and and putting into place. And um, right now, one of our salons that we're working with, the way that they book is very confusing. And so um, you know, that one took us a little bit of like figuring out how they like to book and how they do things. And, um, the beautiful thing about the way that we work is that you don't have, it's not a call center. Our virtual assistants are not call centers. You get one dedicated virtual assistant that understands your business, that knows your team. They know the way that you book. They know the way that you like to do things and they have open communication with you, um, And so it really is like there's receptionists in your salon that you communicate with. They're just not there. They're just, you communicate with them over the phone or via text. Um, And so we make it where it's very conforming to the way that you do business. Because we know that not everybody does business the same. And that's why you get a dedicated virtual assistant. Like they are your virtual assistant. You have that open line of communication. You can coach them. We also coach them. Um, And our like SOP has videos of how we do things and how the virtual assistant should handle certain things. Um, And, you know, we're constantly adding to it. Like our SOP is a a living, breathing thing. It's, it's not the end all be all. And so we can always adjust it and change it to fit the needs of our clients. Because at the end of the day, if my virtual assistant isn't making, or our deskless receptionist isn't making the salon's life easier and the salon owner's life easier than we missed our mark. Correct. And, you know, just, um, from the research and from what we've learned, the, um, salons average about four front desk people a year. And if you don't have an SOP in place, um, it gets very like, there's like white and black, it becomes very gray, you know? And so the, the quality of work, doesn't isn't up to par and you know when we worked for the salon company a salon company um I saw that you know there was a a receptionist that was there for several years and when she left nobody knew what was happening like nobody knew how to work the system nobody knew how to do xyz and it was it was slightly detrimental to the business because a lot of balls were dropped and so by having somebody consistently there that knows how to do it and then us onboarding you as a salon company understanding your needs and really placing them you know and marrying yours your needs and what we provide it gives consistency whether you know let's say our deskless receptionist is um out for the day and she's sick or whatever it may be, we can pick that up and move forward with it because we've taken the time to not only understand your needs as a company, but we've been able to provide an SOP that covers a lot of the, you know, the stepping stones in order to create a successful experience Mm -hmm. for the client. That's cool. So um, it's like uh, with using the virtual assistant, uh, 
it's what I'm hearing is it kind of sounds like you're, you know, I, I, when you go through the internet and you look at, um, all the different beliefs and uh, all the different quotes and memes and stuff uh, about being a hairdresser and being a professional or charge your worth or uh, sometimes things can lean a little too far uh, about me and mm-hmm. uh, not enough about the customer. And then sometimes things or people can be more too, too accommodating and sacrificing self-sacrificing to their customers and uh, this kind of helps kind of bridge bridge you from being too much about the customer to being able to like find that balance that 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 moving scale balance that you all are talking about um because you know i don't to think about how the customer's experiences uh separate from your own experience is i think one of one factor that separates like a self-employed person from a business owner, like a person who's running a business. And uh, so I think that's, I think that's great. You know, I think it's, this all sounds good. So do, is there like a, um, any sort of check-in um, what type of like touch points does the, uh, or not points, but like, like how often are you, is the, is the business communicating with you and how often are they communicating with the virtual assistant other than, you know, regular uh, needs for, you know, associating with the customers and do they communicate with the virtual assistant directly? So um, I'll kind of speak on that because that's more operations and that's what I do. Um, And so when it comes to communication with your virtual assistant, you have direct access to them. Um, I will be in the, like in the group just in case I need to help handle anything. Um, But I don't really, I like with our clients right now, I pretty much just make sure things are done. Um, I just kind of oversee, oversee it, but the, the virtual assistant and the salon owner or their, um, appointed salon, like liaison liaison communicates with them back and forth. And, um, all, all day long, I'll get messages going back and forth between the virtual assistant and the salon. Um, you know, if they're asking questions or if they need to know something, or maybe the salon has a client running late and the virtual assistant needs to call them, there's that open line of communication. And I just, you can't have a virtual assistant or a desk receptionist without an open line of communication. You have to have that. Um, and I think that that sets us apart from other, cause I know that there's some other like receptionist services out there is that you have one dedicated person, you have an open line of communication to them. You become very attached to them. Like you would a team member um, because they truly have, you know, they have access to your clientele and they help you create that experience for mm-hmm. them. And with us, as far as, you know, how often do we communicate with the salons is we have quarterly meetings with our salon companies that we work with in order to make sure that everything is running smoothly and in order to make any changes that we need to make. So um, that's another thing that we've noticed is a lot of times um, other services that that kind of fall into this lane um, would spurt changes onto a client, um, you know, and I think that you have to give it a quarter. You have to give it time to really like see if it works, give your clients enough time to cycle through to see if they're, you know, communicating correctly, or if they're, you know, if the the lines of communication are working the way that they're supposed to. And if any changes need to be made, we have our our quarterly meetings with our salon clients in order to make sure that they're happy with the services and that we are, you know, meeting our ends or like meeting our end of the deal. Mm -hmm. 
Cool. And so, and how, what type of communication is it typically email, text message? So uh, we, we calls? kind of do everything um, because not shoes don't all fit every size, right? Like not all, what is the saying? Not all things fit one size. Not everything is one yeah, size. Yeah, yeah, I got you. you. Know? So it depends. Yeah. So one of the salons that we work with in New York, we she WhatsApps with her virtual assistant. Her her like her and her salon liaison. They WhatsApp. I'm within that group message. And so if they do need me, all they have to do is tag me in the in the conversation, and I know to go and look at it. Um, so we're very accessible to our clients because I think that's important. Um, and their virtual assistant is very accessible to them and they call the clients or they text the clients, whatever the preferred line of communication is. I think that people are kind of over the phone call thing because, you know, millennials, we've decided that that's just not it anymore. Like we want to text and that's it. Um, and so it just, it really depends on the salon. It's very um, niched down to what the salon wants. How do they prefer their client communication to go? Do they want to email? Then we can email. Do they want a text message? Then we can text message. Um, and the beautiful thing about technology is there's a hundred different ways to communicate and we can handle all of that. Cool. That sounds, this sounds awesome. So anybody who's listening is probably has a burning question of how much is this going to cost me? Mm -hmm. How do you figure all that out? So we kind of figure that out based on your needs. Um, but it runs between like 10 to $12 an hour. Um, and then we kind of set a, a minimum requirement of hours based on how much the workload looks like. Um, so like an independent stylist, they probably only need about 10 hours of coverage. Um, that's how much, or we use about 15 hours between the two of us of coverage. Cause you know, why, if, if we're selling it, we're using it. Right. Correct. So, um, so how, uh, 15 hours in a week, a month, uh, so 15 hours in a week. So we do things by the okay. week. Um, and then we have some clients that use 30, 40 hours a week because they're full service salons with teams. Um, and so it really kind of depends on what does the work look like that you want your virtual assistant to do? What add-ons do you want to do? Like, um, you know, within your SOP, it just, it really depends, but it, it's very affordable. It costs less than having a virtual assistant because not, or not a virtual assistant, uh, uh, an employee. Yeah, um, you don't have to pay workers comp. You don't have to pay tax on them. Now you have a tax deduction. Um, right. and, and you now have more real estate within your salon to add more stations, more stations or yeah. more retail space. It, it just, it opens up your space for a lot more. Um, and then we do have a, like a startup fee to help find and train your virtual assistant. Um, and that's seven, 799. Okay. Cool. So, uh, startup costs plus, uh, an hourly wage, but it sounds like, um, it's definitely cheaper than paying an assistant or in a front desk person. Uh, if you're independent because mm-hmm. so they only pay in like, when they when the phones are answered, is that how how it works? Or so you I mean, have so kind of how we have it set up is clients message us at all different times of the day, right? And so they are available to answer those messages throughout the day. Um, and we've kind of just found out that 
15 hours is about how much coverage we need. And it may not be two hours in the morning. It may be two hours or three hours scattered throughout the day. Um, and that's how it's done. Oh, so they're batched, batched communication. Yeah, some basically. of them are batched. And then some of them, like we have one where she is on from the start time to the end time, she is available full time. Cool. Um, and so it kind of just depends on the structure of your salon. And what cool. your needs are. Yeah. Because for us, you know, we, um, we like to make sure that our clients have, again, the experience from beginning to end. So your confirmation text messages, your calls, um, your follow-ups, you know, making sure that everything, all the information that needs to be, you know, sent to them from us is, mm -hmm. is done. Right. And other salon companies may have different policies, may have different ways of communicating with their clients. And so truly it's going to be, that's where the onboarding process really takes play is we under, we try to best understand the way that your business is structured. And here's the thing is some people may not necessarily have a set structure. And so that's where our SOP really comes into play and giving them like the ability to say, our virtual assistant does provide um, follow-up text messages and review requests and all the things that you as a business owner, you want that because listen, the better reviews, the better, you know, the, the more you be, you know, the more people can see your business. And so some people, some businesses don't, don't do that currently with their, you know, with their SOP. And so by providing that for them, it just adds an added, you know, luxury service. It adds that, that element of giving the client the experience that they deserve. That's awesome. That's so good. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be some people interested in this. So, uh, thank you for, for sharing this. Um, so if anybody uh, wants to know more or get in touch with you, what is the best way to do that? So the best way is through our Instagram and it's at stylesmartva um, okay. or at Shauna Ariel Hair. Styled by Jackie W, but really style smart yeah. VA. Okay. And I'll put all that in the, um, in the comments section below throughout all the places where it is, it's going to be listed. So if anybody wants, they can uh, follow them. If, uh, if they want, I can also in make an introduction. Uh, it's really up to you. Um, and any last piece of information before uh, we wrap it up that you'd like to share or um, cover I think it? that, you know, for me, just kind of working with Shauna is, as a hairstylist, if you see a need in our industry and you have an idea brewing, act on it. Like, I think that so many people are in our industry live in fear of failure mm -hmm. and it's okay to fail. Like it's okay to fall and kind of gather yourself again and, and move forward. Because I think that sometimes we fail to realize the, the potential of what we have you know, of our ideas and what we can do to better elevate our industry as a whole, mm -hmm. you know, and I think mm -hmm. that if you're a passionate hairstylist and you see a need in our industry, go for it because there's somebody out there that has the need for what you can provide. Mm -hmm. And we saw a need for something in our industry. And I think that it can elevate our business and our industry as a whole. And, um, you know, as a hairdresser, you need to have that business mindset. You need to have that mindset of let's go after what we want, you know? And I think that um, a lot of hairstylists sometimes are afraid to do that. And I think that we need to be able to, as a whole and as a community, provide that sense of, you know, you can do it, go for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I sat on the idea of providing virtual assistance to like salons and hairstylists as like a service. 
for like four months because I we like had ours and it was great and I was like Jackie hear me out <laughs> hear me out what if we provided it as a service and she's like I think that's a great idea she's like how long have you been thinking about that and I was like you know for like four months <laughs> yeah and so I think that you know our industry as a whole there's so much opportunity out there there's mm-hmm. so much um untapped potential in in the people that we mm-hmm. surround ourselves with in our industry and I think it's an incredible thing because I think um, a lot of people don't realize how incredibly strong the hairdressing community is you just have to be willing to work for it it's not going to come to you and it's not going to be easy it's going to be a lot of hard work but once you see what you've done come to fruition it's very rewarding that's so good that's so good thank you so much uh for this um i hope to have you back on the show again soon so until next time thank you thank you for having us we're super excited Absolutely. Everybody, this is Shauna Murphy and Jacqueline Wilson of Style Smart of Fort Worth, Texas. Take care. Bye. Bye.